Hi friends, I'm Purdy. And I am Megan. Welcome to Project Friend. Join us as we reconnect our long-distance friendship and delve into all things life and experiences, both funny and more meaningful. So grab your cup of something sweet and let's dive in. I'm excited about this one. Me too. Okay, just testing, testing my volume. One, two, three. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven eight, nine, nine ten. <laughs> <laughs> six, seven, nine, eight, five. Ten, oh. two, one. Hi, friend. Hi, how are you doing? I am well. Happy Tuesday. I always Thank forget you. the days of the week. I'm like, I thought you were going to say happy Easter, and I was like, I can hear cat bell. Me too. Sit on my side. <laughs> doing so well. <laughs> 12 hours later. Okay, for those listening, take seven. We're fine. Fake <laughs> <laughs> it until you make it, babe. Okay, absolutely. I am really excited about today's topic. So today we are going to be unpacking the term expectations and looking at one's own expectations of yourself, but also the expectations that you have of other people. It's funny, I've always ever thought of expectations in the context of other people. I've never really thought about them in the context of myself. The first thing that comes to mind when I think of the word expectations is the expectations that I have of myself, be that in the expectations of relationships, friendships, my values, my visions, etc. And I think one tends to put those expectations out there and almost live by those expectations and then bear with me on this one it gets a bit complicated but I think then people almost expect those expectations from you I'm saying this because I've got a funny story to share so I'm somebody that likes to be on time for things and I'm also the human that's sitting in her car 10 minutes before an event scrolling through social media because what do you do when you're waiting for something to start anyway so because I have this expectation of myself other people also have that expectation of me and so I had an event this weekend and I was late for the event I got the time wrong and obviously, in shock and horror, arriving late, everybody else was in shock and horror that I was late and thought something seriously bad had happened because I'm never late. And that's just a prime example of what happens when we have expectations. So perhaps a great place to start would be to kind of discuss what an expectations really are. An expectation is a strong belief that something will happen or it can allude to one's expectations of people. And believing that something should, without a doubt, be true. And so the gamble there being that it might happen or it might not happen. Or you might have these expectations of people and it might be true or it might not be true. And so when you have expectations, there is the possibility of disappointment. So with the two sides of expectations is like if your expectation is true and right, you feel amazing and triumphant. But if your expectation is wrong, then you are met with only bitter disappointment. Yes. And I mean, our expectations determine a lot of our reality and they also impact those around us. You know, I love to think of expectations as like the futures games because you never really have like expectations of the things that we're experiencing right now. It's sort of like things for the future. That's very true. Expectations are definitely future driven. If one looks at what an expectation is in terms of having this confidence and belief that something is definitely going to happen or an event will take place or somebody will act a certain way. I think there's also a danger in that, in that you have this high and strong belief system that something is going to take place. And that's where the disappointment comes in place, because 
if it's an unrealistic expectation, there's a high probability that it's not going to happen. So what is one expectation you had about your life that you never got? So when I was much younger, I, for some reason, my family asked me what I wanted to be when I was older. And to this day, I'm still waiting to grow feathers and to quack because at the time I mentioned that... Um, I mentioned that I would like to be a duck on my brother's farm and I was convinced that I would be a duck on my brother's farm. (laughs) As you can tell from a very young age, I set really high standards for myself. That is the funniest thing I've ever heard. You wanted to grow up to be a duck? (laughs) Anyway, waddling on to the next one. Have you ever had an expectation that you haven't got to meet or that you had when you were younger? So it's going to sound strange, but I always wanted to have boobs. (laughs) I did not expect that answer. But as the like proclaimed self-captain of the itty bitty titty committee, I have to now admit that I'm 30 and that they are still never going to grow. And I have to just let go of that expectation of one day waking up and being full chested because (laughs) I am not. Let it go. Let it go. (laughs) I love how you start by saying that you've always wanted boobs as though you don't have any. But what does it even equate to be part of this itty bitty titty committee? Wowzers, that is such a mouthful. So not only do you become part of this exclusive group, but you also need to be able to language because that is such a mouthful. Not that I've been looking and believe you are not. Hey, 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 I up here, I up here. So let's talk about the difference between realistic and unrealistic expectations. What would you say a realistic expectation could be? So a realistic expectation is something that you can sensibly expect to achieve that is obtainable according to your circumstances and is grounded in reality. So it's really realistic. Okay, so a fair and realistic expectation could look something like in a friendship or in a relationship, we can work through our problems with good communication. What I like about that is it doesn't focus on we will solve the problems. It's about putting in place realistically what could possibly help you work through the problems. Yeah. So what would be an unrealistic expectation? So unrealistic expectations are not grounded in reality. They are almost not attainable at all. And when we do fail or fall short, we then draw these false conclusions. So in an argument, for example, you would say, if we never had arguments, our relationship is going well. And that's not realistic. So the problem with expectations is that when you do have an argument, you do kind of believe that the relationship is not going well, although it's just an unmet expectation. Exactly. And so you start to have these expectations of other people, but you also have these expectations on your relationship. And I think it can cause quite a lot of pressure on the relationship and on the person that you're in the relationship with, because the reality is that your relationship can still go well while having arguments. So let's unpack some social situations where we kind of have expectations that aren't being met. One for me that I can recall from a very young age is watching Hallmark movies and the unrealistic romanticizing that those movies have of what a perfect partner would be. I totally agree. And this is an interesting question because I think men have unrealistic expectations of women, but... Do you think that they have unrealistic expectations of women in the romantical sense or in the physical appearance sense? 
I think both of those unrealistic expectations can come into play, both the physical point of view from what physically somebody should look like, but also the romanticizing of what a relationship should be like. And unfortunately, with all the McDreamies and McSteamies out there that we get to watch, we're left with really feeling despondent when relationships aren't as they should be, or we're not in a relationship with McSteamy and McDreamy. I think it's also important here to note that there's not just you know the expectations that are unrealistic from a woman point of view but also on men I've seen so many comments where women are commenting on TikTok posts for example saying hashtag goals where can I find you um, husband material and so there's this shift in what picture we're painting as what husband material is and we need to be really aware of that children or girls in particular sort of have this romanticized expectation of men for even adolescents. I mean, all of our cartoons are about these rich princes who come and save us. These wealthy men who slay dragons and, and it's happy ever after and it's this forever love. And then you are not a fairy tale living in a kingdom with mice and slaves and glass shoes. And you're not throwing your hair down the stairs, Rapunzel, no, Rapunzel. And, and I think that there's a lot of like serious expectation from women but for us it's put on us at a very very young age when it comes to romantical context that's very true and i think unfortunately it's not just to the detriment of the woman that's expecting their knight in shining armor but also to the men that then have this expectation of how they should be in a relationship um, this is very unrelated but i once saw a quote that i thought was quite funny it said my knight in shining armor turned out to be an idiot wrapped in tin foil. And I think that is just the drop mic of what unfair expectations of these movies create. Another expectation society puts on us, I think, has also got a lot to do with like our bodies and the way we look. I mean, that can be anything from, I say magazines, but magazines are long dead. Sorry, <laughs> magazines. <laughs> Nobody told you. Listen, that's a valid point, by the way, because when I was younger, I absolutely loved magazines. I used to absolutely love this one magazine. It was a surfer magazine and not just for the freebies, but because aesthetically it was just a really beautiful magazine. I think like 2022's Pinterest of magazines. And I used to sit and cut out those beautiful pictures and stick them all over my room in the name of room decorations because hashtag 90s baby. And although I wasn't doing it because aesthetically I was looking at the physical attributes and going like, wow, I want to look like these surfer girls, subconsciously at that very young age it must have had some sort of effect on me exactly I mean you can exercise every single day and eat healthy and you are sometimes just not going to look like a supermodel and no amount of like me squatting and running six miles is going to make my boobs grow and I'm not going to be a duck I mean I really seriously <laughs> want to be a duck and the feathers haven't arrived so um, in the meantime and that's yeah. and that kids is what leads to disappointment Okay, so ambition versus realistic expectations. Are you an ambitious person? I never actually thought I was until I started my own coaching business. And I would say, yes, I am massively, massively ambitious now. Well, that gets me into asking you the next question. Do you think that you become ambitious when you are in the career that you should be in? I think that you become ambitious when you're actually doing something that you want to do. No one's ever going to be ambitious in a, a corporate job that you hate, that you slug nine to five, working nine 
two, five. Na, 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 na. Yeah. <laughs> um, no one's going to actually be ambitious for something that they don't want to do. So the minute that you are in a place where you're loving what you're doing and you are excited about it, I think it's then very easy to be ambitious because you want to succeed. Would you say that you're ambitious? I am an ambitious person and I think definitely more so in the areas of life that I enjoy and the areas that align with what my strengths are. I think there's a certain level of fulfillment when you do what you love. So I can definitely resonate with that part of what you were mentioning previously. I've also become more ambitious as time has gone on. And I think that's due to not only becoming more aware of my capabilities and what I love doing and my strengths and weaknesses, but also as I have tested certain, I would say, fears and limiting beliefs and then only come to realize that I am able to do what previously I thought perhaps I couldn't, that's almost made me more ambitious and made me motivated in a sense. So let's just distinguish what an actual ambition is for anyone who's wondering how it's different from a expectation. Yes, so ambition is a strong desire to achieve something, but I think what's important to note here is that your ambition does not need to match your expectations. And that's what comes into play with what I just said in that you, what's realistic is not a limit to what can be attained. So know that perhaps your ambitions, your ambitions are unrealistic and with this in mind, you might not reach the level of what your ambitions um, are, but you will reach a new level of growth. And I think that's, it's wonderful to still have that ambition despite being realistic with your expectations. Yeah, so it's looking forward. It's interesting. So have you ever had expectations that left you feeling disappointed? I have. And I think I would be an absolute unicorn if I told you I hadn't had some sort of disappointment when it comes to expectations. And where that really stems from is my expectations that I have of other people wanting to see the best in them, almost having, one could say, high expectations of them, which could be seen as unfair, but then being met with disappointment when I see how they treat other people especially when it's done to somebody that's more softer in nature and that is most likely not going to stand up for themselves. As an empath, I also am so aware of how I treat other people because I'm so aware of how it feels to be treated in a certain way. And so when I get treated in a certain way or if I watch other people getting treated in an unfair way, it really, really bums me out. So I can totally relate to what you're saying because it's so interesting. That's probably my biggest disappointment as well. So I had this massive expectation that people are should be good. I say air quotes, good. And I used to get very, very disappointed to the point of like upset and tears if somebody did something that went against what I thought was good. So my moral code, I mean, talking anything from like littering to denying climate change would really upset me. And the thing that I learned how to manage this honestly changed my life. So I realize that we each have a individual moral code and that's things that we can and things that we can't do. And the problem comes in is when we expect everyone else's moral code to be exactly like mine. So when people do things against my moral code, I am then disappointed. But I realized that every single person in the world has their own moral code that they operate out of, that there is no singularly one right one and one wrong one. We each have our own. So talking about 7 billion different moral codes. 
And the big conflict comes in is when I expect people to be doing things out of my moral code. So when I understood that I needed to sort of let go of that concept that I was the only person in the world who had the right moral code, I actually let go of all of my expectations of other people. And I learned to see people from their own perspective and I stopped judging them from mine. And when I did that, I wasn't disappointed again. That is so beautifully put. And I think people will fall or rise depending on the expectations we have of them. And I think there's a fair balance to be found in having expectations in terms of how people treat each other, but not having overly high expectations of people to the point where they're superhuman because let's all face it we all make mistakes um we're not perfect and i would hate for somebody to have those same expectations that i had on other people on me and what they expect of me to be like it does and the minute that you can do that you sort of let go of any expectations because an expectation of someone is something that you have put onto them that they now need to meet up And I can't tell you how much this has absolutely changed my life when I let go of this. So since we're talking about expectations of other people, do you think it's right or that we should have expectations of other people? So I'm in two minds about this one. I've got two angles to how I see expectations. The one side being what we've been talking about and perhaps the more obvious, that being it can lead to disappointment, it can create almost assumptions about people, it can place pressure on the standards you have for other people, what you expect of them, and then don't get. So I totally get that angle of expectations. But the other angle to that to me is having high expectations still within realistic expectations can be a good thing. Having realistic but high expectations for your own life, for how people treat you, for your relationships, I think is good. To me, it almost raises the bar in terms of your life and the life that you can live. However, if you are of the opinion that expectations can be good, I think you do then need to be open to the fact that you might not always reach those expectations and become almost content in that, be honest with yourself and allow disappointment to be almost transferred into you know reassessing your expectations as opposed to going through absolute disappointment do you think we should have expectations of other people so i'm going to actually say no which is really interesting because everyone at home is like what why how can you say that so i don't think that we should expect anything from anybody And even if you do have expectations of someone, then those expectations are actually going to be born out of your moral code. So like, I expect not to be cheated on. I expect to be loved. I expect to be this and that. And yes, those are conversations you need to have with your partners. So boundaries set. But if you just expect that from people, I think it very often allows you to be disappointed. But I think the biggest expectation we make in life is from our family and that we should be loved by our family. And that... A family love is unconditional. But unfortunately, for millions of people in the world with dysfunctional families, this expectation only ever leaves them being really disappointed. And instead of taking their family for who they are as an individual people and not being like, oh, you're just my my brother or my sister or my father, you actually look at them as people away from the expectations of this label of family that we've put onto them. And then they're only ever met with disappointment 
when the idea of this unconditional loving family is not met. That's true. And I think one almost has the sense of loyalty within a family. And from a young age, people are taught, you know, that you're whole with a family. You stick with family no matter what. So what are some signs of unrealistic expectations? So we can kind of see what they look like. So I think one of the signs of an unrealistic expectation could be you feeling really upset or even stressed when things don't go according to plan. And that's where leaving things open to sort of happening and allowing for that bit of creativity almost allows for less disappointment. Would you agree? Yeah, I do agree. I think if any time in life that you can take away an expectation, you are also then taking away the opportunity or possibility of being disappointed. That is so well put. I was having a conversation with a girl in her 20s the other day and she was telling me about her expectations for the next couple of years. She's just finished studying. This is what her dreams are. This is what she wants to achieve. This is what her family wants her to do. This is what she wants to do. And in this conversation, I was just listening to the 20-year-old version of myself and everything was almost alluding to this end goal as opposed to just really enjoying the journey and also taking a bit of pressure off the expectation of what life should be and actually just enjoying the season you're in. And so I was wondering if you've had certain expectations for your own life from when you were 20 to now. I always wanted to be in a relationship and I I am, I have been for a long time. Another expectation is, you know, it's so interesting that you said that because as you said that I've just realized that I met all of mine in a strange way. Tick, tick. So you were sitting there ticking the boxes. (laughs) I was in my mind I was taking the boxes so all I ever wanted out of life was to be loved to travel and to be brave and I got every one of those things and, and trust me they haven't been what I expected or anticipated but there were many disappointments along the way but those were the things that I had strived for and those were the things that I actually had gotten and for me it was kind of different because I got to the age of like 24 and I was like okay I have everything I wanted for myself at the age of 24 and now I'm expected to live until the ripe old age of I'm gonna guess 90. (laughs) A brave 90 year old. (laughs) A brave 90 year old what am I gonna do now? That's where ambition comes to play right? Yeah it does. I think also like it's not really part of relevant to this podcast but it's like having goals and setting goals throughout your life. Totally I like to see expectations in terms of one's goals and Almost like you said, you had had these certain expectations, you reach them, and then you set a new set of expectations for the seasons ahead. Almost like a game of Luigi and Mario, throwback to those days, you reach the (laughs) next level of your life. Um, But I like to see goals that way. And I think, obviously, if you hadn't achieved what you would have expected to have achieved in your 20s, things could have looked a lot different and you might have been met with some sort of disappointment. But I think then one tends to just reassess what your expectations are. Yeah, absolutely. It's so interesting that you said that. I mean, I do wake up and feel so grateful so often, but putting it in a context like that, I'm like, wow, you lucky duck. Hey, look, you're a duck. (laughs) Can I come live on your brother's farm too? Well, please come and, I mean, as long as you are a waddler and if you're able to float and swim and if you can quack, what's your quacking like? Oh, that's important to me. You need to be able to be part of a quacking choir. Oh, (laughs) do do I need to, do I I need to register and sign up for this? You need Um, to sign up for the quacking choir. (laughs) No. (laughs) 
my expectation like is now that you're part of my quacking choir. <laughs> I feel like you're going to be sorely disappointed with my quacking. So what are some expectations that can lead to disappointment, do you think? I think expecting that you'll never have to deal with hardship and that life should be fair is a yes. massive expectation. Hugely so. And when you do have that expectation that life should be fair, you're always going to find the unfair moments. I think another expectation that could lead to disappointment is this feeling of everybody should like me. And I think this could be especially hard for somebody that's quite sensitive, somebody that wants to please people, and somebody that is sensitive to how other people react to them. Because when you do pick up on reactions that don't align with what you feel like you should be treated like, you could feel disappointed that perhaps they don't like me or the expectation that everybody would like you. And coming to realize that that's not within your control, but that you don't need everybody to like you either. That's very, very true. I think another one would be that everyone should agree with your thinking or your opinion. And this again speaks to that, like my moral code. And if people don't really fit into my moral code or my thinking or my opinion, then I feel disappointed in them. Yes, that's so true. I think also another expectation that can lead to disappointment is having assumptions and believing certain things about people because of stereotypes. And therefore, you have this built expectation of what they should be like, how they should treat you, how they should treat others. And when they don't meet up to your expectations, you are disappointed in them and you're disappointed in that stereotype. That's a big one. So you're not only disappointed by a single person, but that person has somehow managed to disappoint an entire stereotype. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Double I just mic pla- drop. <laughs> I just placed it all on the stereotypes. I was like, you're disappointed in the stereotypes. What other expectations do you think can lead to disappointment? So I think when we think that we can actually change somebody, and I think this speaks a lot to, I don't know, is it, is it a woman thing? I'm not sure to men do it, but when you enter into a relationship because you want to actually fix people, and I think that you are only going to be ever really disappointed because it's not your job to fix or change them. I agree with you. And I think what's important is to have open conversations before even getting into a relationship or during a relationship about what your expectations are, but also reflecting on those expectations and coming to realize if they are realistic or not. Would you say it's fair to place expectations on a relationship or somebody in a relationship? I think, you know, when we go into relationships expecting things, and this is yes, fairy tales and all of this, my moral codes, you are going to be disappointed unless you go into a relationship one not expecting anything and only being surprised at the things you find and two being very open and honest about your expectations and your boundaries what are you willing to put up with and what is absolutely not willing to be put up with then your expectations will be met I mean you will face disappointments but you will have a more open honest relationship away from disappointment I agree and I think it is fair to say like you can have expectations like respect and you need to have those expectations and can you you say that I would think so because if you don't expect to be respected you're not going to receive respect so you have to sort of put out like the boundary fence of what you are and aren't willing to put up with but that in itself is still an expectation yes so you don't so would you say you can't you shouldn't expect somebody to respect you me not expecting someone to respect me is an expectation so what i'm trying to say is expect nothing 
don't assume anything of anybody ever. And everyone's like, okay, well, how can you go through life not expecting and assuming things? And it's, yes, it's very hard and it's complicated, but it is absolutely 100% free. Because if you're expecting to be respected, you will or you won't. But if you say, like, I'm not expecting to be respected, people's automatic assumption is going, okay, we expect you not to be respected. That is still an expectation. Ooh, are we disagreeing? (laughs) Things are getting spicy on Project Friend. (laughs) So perhaps for anybody listening, do you believe one should have expectations or not? We would love to know, as you can clearly hear, we have two different opinions on this and opinions are welcomed on Project Friend community. So DM us and let us know what your thoughts are. So have you ever been um, grateful for any of your disappointments? For sure. I think one needs to discern between the fact that you can have expectations, but that those expectations aren't necessarily right for your life and what you think you need. And disappointment is a way to do exactly that. I like to see disappointments almost as an opportunity to stop and reassess and think about what your expectations are and whether they are realistic or whether they serve the life you're wanting to live. Are you grateful for your disappointments? I am actually. I think when I let go of my expectations of other people, I actually gave myself the opportunity to to really see them and actually meet them for the first time. And I wasn't like, oh, you're not this to me, you're not that to me, and all of these expectations. It was like I met them for the first time. I would never have had that opportunity to actually meet people for who they are and not who I wanted them to be if I hadn't had let go of those expectations. I think we can also both agree that expectations almost put goggles on you in terms of creating a barrier between you and somebody else and an acceptance of somebody else and wanting to get to know them because you have certain assumptions about people. Very, very true. So final thoughts for this week. So I would just say embrace the journey, folks. I think embrace your present moment and be grateful for what is. This just gives you that opportunity to enjoy life that much more because you're already are grateful for what you have. And so any other expectations for your life are simply just an added on part of the joy that you get to experience, but it doesn't then become disappointment. Do you have any final thoughts? So have expectations of yourself and boundaries and reinforce them and strive for them, but don't have expectations of people or life Because when you have expectations, you can be disappointed. So that way you will never be disappointed and you'll only ever then be surprised at all the good things that come your way. And grateful when you are surprised, I think. Yeah, and massively grateful. Hashtag grateful. (laughs) (laughs) Not only is our platform one where friends can connect, but one where we can grow together. This week, we would like to challenge you to go somewhere beautiful, alone or with your partner and write down what you're grateful for in the present moment. This will give you the opportunity to be still for a moment and to realize that while expectations have their place in life, right now, right here, there is joy to embrace. That is so beautiful. I really love that. So I came across this poem, which I just thought was so fitting into today's topic about expectations. And it goes like this. I do my things and you do your thing. No, I don't do my things. My things. <laughs> I do my thing and you do your thing. I'm not in this world to live up to your expectations. And you're not in this world to live up to mine. You are you and I am I. And if by chance we see each other, it's beautiful. If not, it can't be helped. By Fritz Pulls. Isn't that so beautifully written? 
That is so beautifully written. It's somehow in the simplicity of it captures like the true connection of an experience between two people. Yes, and the entirety of what we've discussed today. Friends, thank you for joining us today and please join us again next week and interact with our social media posts so we could get to know you better. Yes, friends, we are so excited to see some of you commenting and letting us know about your own experiences. Please continue doing so. We love getting to know you and we love having this friend community. Bye, friend. Bye. Love you lots. Love you lots.